your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 304 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I am your host, John Chick. Got a lot to do today. We're going to definitely talk a little bit more about the Rangers matchup against the Devils later tonight at the Prudential Center. Puck set to drop at 7 p.m. And of course, this is part of this three-game stretch that we've really singled out on this podcast where the Rangers really need to take care of business, rack up some wins. They did exactly that on Tuesday against Buffalo. They pick up a 3-2 to two win there. Wasn't a perfect game, but the Rangers, like we said, they took care of business. They got the job done. They got two points against a team that's really struggling. And speaking of teams that are struggling, the Rangers' next two games will be against the New Jersey Devils, of course, tonight, 7 p.m., like I said, and then also Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m., also at the Prudential Center. Uh, it's a critical stretch for the Rangers. they got to come away with as many points as possible in this three-game uh, stretch here, whatever you want to call it, and that continues tonight, hopefully with another win against the New Jersey Devils. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Like we said, puck scheduled to drop at 7 p.m. at the Prudential Center, and some other news from Ranger Camp, they have assigned their other first-round pick from this year's draft, Mr. Braden Schneider, a defenseman. He has signed a three-year entry-level contract with the New York Rangers, so we're going to talk about that as well. But as we promised on yesterday's episode, we're going to spend a good chunk of today's show talking about Jack Eichel and the seemingly never-ending trade rumors that just swirl around him and have picked up considerably since the last time we mentioned it. You know, I joked on here in the offseason because... You know, Jack Eichel, rumors about him being traded to the Rangers, that's nothing new. They come up every so often. And I joked in the offseason that Jack Eichel's name comes up in trade rumors about every five weeks or so, and I guess we're just about due here. But like we said, it has really picked up recently. It's another pretty much lost season for the Buffalo Sabres. I mean, I realize it's not over yet. We're only about 20 games into the season for just about every team in the NHL, but it is a shortened season. And you look at that Eastern Division, how tough it is, how many good teams are in it, and you show me a way that the Buffalo Sabres are going to suddenly rally and make the playoffs. I don't see it happening. So, yeah, Jack Eichel's name back in trade rumors. And, of course, the New York Rangers, one of the teams that are going to throw their names in the hat. Um, let's just start with uh, stating the facts here. Because, you know, we've, we've talked about Jack Eichel, the possibility of him maybe being dealt to the Rangers in the past. But we've just kind of mentioned it here, mentioned it there. Today we're kind of going to go all in on it. And I just want to start by, again, just stating the facts, What everything we know about Jack Eichel. First of all, 24 years old. He is currently in his sixth season in the NHL, a six foot two, 213-pound center, drafted number two overall by the Buffalo Sabres back in 2015, skipped the AHL entirely, and uh, immediately made his debut with the Sabres that season in 2015-2016. And we mentioned that Jack Eichel was taken number two overall back in 2015. For anyone who might be curious, number one that year was Mr. Connor McDavid to the Edmonton Oilers. But as for Eichel, let's go ahead and run through his numbers in the NHL season by season since he's come into the league, just so we know exactly what the Rangers are looking at here. Because if the Rangers are going to strike a deal for Jack Eichel, you got to figure it's going to cost them a pretty penny. There's going to be uh, significant assets going back to Buffalo in exchange for Jack Eichel. And we'll talk about what some of those assets might be. They might be certain players. They might be draft picks. Uh, we'll see how the Rangers 
uh, look to play it if they actually end up making an offer and who they might dangle in trade talks with the Buffalo Sabres. But again, let's just go through Jack Eichel's first six seasons here. Just go by the numbers here, and uh, then we'll dive into some other things as well. But rookie season with Buffalo, 81 games, 24 goals, and 32 assists for a total of 56 points. The following season, 61 games, uh, but his point total actually increased, 24 goals, 33 assists for a total of 57 points. So despite playing 20 fewer games, Jack Eichel ends up with one extra point that season in his sophomore year with the Sabres. You jump to his third year, 2017-2018. He skates in 67 games. He scores 25 goals, a new career high, and dishes out a new career high, 39 assists for obviously a new career high of 64 total points. Takes another step forward the year after that, 2018-2019. Skates in 77 games with the Sabres, scores 28 goals, picks up 54 assists, a total of 82 points. That was his first season where he was a point-per-game-plus player. And then last year, 2019-2020, skates in 68 games, scores 36 goals, a new career high, and picks up 42 assists for a total of 78 points. Had the season not ended prematurely due to the pandemic, you got to believe he would have eclipsed his previous career high of 82 points. He was only four points shy of that. So Jack Eichel turning in his best season last year and clearly on a career trajectory where he's just getting better and better and better. So you like to see that really just coming into his prime right now and doing so on what is, let's be honest here, just a completely hapless and often directionless Buffalo Sabres franchise. It's one of those franchises, you know, we see this in sports, we see this in hockey and other sports as well, where a franchise just doesn't seem to know if they're coming or going. They don't know whether to rebuild completely or to kind of, uh, you know, reload, so to speak, bring in a couple free agents and go for it this year. And they kind of get caught in between. We see that with the Buffalo Sabres and it's all added up to the longest playoff drought in the NHL. So the fact that Jack Eichel has put up numbers like this, 352 career points in 372 games with the Buffalo Savers. Very, very impressive. You got to believe those numbers might be uh, quite a bit higher had he been on a better team than the Sabres. But we're going to talk about all that and uh, get into what the Rangers might have to give up in a potential trade for Jack Eichel in just a second here. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline offers real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Once again, BetOnline.ag. Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. So I just gave you guys Jack Eichel's career numbers. I forgot to include this year's numbers. He actually, in 18 games with the Sabres this year, just two goals, surprisingly, although he does have 13 assists, so 15 points in the 18 games, which for him is actually kind of a slow start to the season. And to the surprise of basically no one, the Sabres 20 games into the season here, 6-11-3, dead last in the Eastern Division. And you do start to wonder if maybe at a certain point, uh, playing with the Buffalo Sabres is just 
started to wear on Jack Eichel. And I'm not saying that's an excuse. You still got to go out there and put your best foot forward and all that good stuff and lead the team. But yeah, I mean, it's been six years of this. You know, Jack Eichel drafted by the Buffalo Sabres six years ago, and this team just never seems to get any better. They never seem to uh, make any progress. Could be getting to the point where it's starting to wear on him a little bit. Can't really say for sure one way or the other. But by now, we all know what Jack Eichel brings to the table. We know about his incredible talent, his enormous upside. I mean, he may still be yet to play his best hockey when you consider the fact that he's only 24 years old and all the numbers that he's put up, once again, have come as a member of the Buffalo Sabres, a team that just has struggled mightily over the past however many years you want to go back. But I do have to present both sides of the argument. There are some reasons that I'm not completely 100% convinced totally all in on trading for Jack Eichel, and we're going to get into those right now. There's a couple of reasons. First of all, and I don't know this for sure, this is something I would like to talk about with Joe DiBiase from Locked on Buffalo Sabres, because obviously he's right on top of the team. He knows about Jack Eichel. He's watched him skate in all these games over these past however many seasons. But I have a question regarding Jack Eichel, and that question is, has he ever truly been all in with the Buffalo Sabres? Has he ever really committed to that team, and has he ever... Uh, just been, you know, hell-bent on turning Buffalo from a laughing stock into a contender? Or has Jack Eichel always kind of had one foot out the door ever since the Sabres were the team that drafted him? And I admit, I do not know this for sure one way or the other. And all I can go by is how often his name seems to come up in trade rumors, which basically happens at a nonstop pace, at least over these past couple of seasons. But to me, there's at least a perception in the air where Jack Eichel just kind of seems like the guy who sees that the grass is always greener somewhere else and he wants to go there. He just doesn't want to be in Buffalo. He wants to go somewhere uh, where they already have a winning culture. And on one hand, you know, you can't completely fault him for that. He wants to win, and I get that. And he actually played for David Quinn at Boston University, so maybe there's another reason why uh, you could make a case for bringing in Jack Eichel because clearly there's already some familiarity there. But I don't know. I want a player who embraces the challenges that are faced by the team that he's currently on. And I'm not so sure. And again, I can't say 100% one way or the other. But again, just how with how often his name comes up in trade talk and it seems like he just doesn't want to be there, I'm not sure that Jack Eichel has ever gone completely 100% all in with the Buffalo Sabres. And, you know, the Rangers, they haven't been the greatest team over these past few seasons either. But I don't recall hearing Mika Zibanejad demanding a trade to you guys. Even as Zibanejad was getting better and better and better with every season that went by on the New York Rangers this current season notwithstanding. I didn't hear Mika Zibanejad trying to force his way out of the Rangers, did you? He embraced the challenge of being part of this Ranger rebuild and trying to lead this team, you know, back to the promised land, basically. Jack Eichel, I don't know. I, to me, it seems like he's just never been completely 100% all in. That could be unfair. Like I said, I think uh, talking with Joe DiBiase about this, especially if the Rangers actually end up trading for Jack Eichel, that could be a good idea because I want to get a feel for, you know, who is Jack Eichel exactly? Is he somebody who's going to come in and be a complete bulldog for the Rangers? Or is he somebody who, after a couple of seasons if the Rangers don't win the Stanley Cup he wants to be traded to a team like the Bruins or the Capitals or you know the Avalanche whoever it might be and just go to uh you know the next tier of elite NHL teams so yeah I mean I think it's an interesting debate but that is one thing that gives me at least a little bit of pause uh trading for Jack Eichel and this is a very minor point but I do think it's something that's worth bringing up here and that is the fact that you know we've talked so often about how the Rangers struggle mightily on the faceoff circle right well Jack Eichel doesn't seem all that likely to provide a ton of relief in that area. And I'm not saying that, oh, he's not good at faceoffs. He doesn't win more than 50% of his faceoffs. The Rangers cannot trade for him. I'm not saying that. I'm just at least pointing out this stat to you guys. So, rookie season, he wins 41% of his faceoffs. 
Then he wins 39, followed by 42, 47, 47 again. And this year, actually, he's at his best, uh, at least thus far. Small sample size, though it might be. He's at 51%, 174, and 170 on the dot so far this season with the Sabres. So maybe he's going in the right direction. But for his career so far, just 44.1% on the faceoff circle. And again, it's a very minor point. I think with Jack Eichel, he does so many other great things that you just kind of deal with the fact that he's going to be less than 50% on the faceoff circle if that indeed turns out to be the case. But yeah, just something that I wanted to bring up real quick here, because we have talked about how the Rangers sooner or later need to get a center on this team that can win more than half of his faceoffs. And the return package for Jack Eichel, if the Rangers are going to make a deal here with Buffalo, would have to be pretty enormous to get a deal done, I would think, because again, Consider this from the Buffalo Sabres point of view. There are going to be no shortage of potential suitors for Jack Eichel. And if the Sabres are smart, they would basically just play these teams off of each other and just continue to drive the price higher and higher and higher. So if you're the Rangers, you're really going to have to come with a big-time offer that's going to include several prospects, several draft picks, and you know probably even a guy or two from the NHL roster right now. And I'm not even saying that the Rangers shouldn't do that. Maybe they maybe it's worth it. Maybe you do give the Buffalo Sabres a king's ransom for Jack Eichel because think about it this way. Jack Eichel already a proven commodity in the NHL. He's got several very strong seasons under his belt and like we said when we took a look at his career stats just a couple minutes ago, he's somebody who continues to get better and better and better with every passing season and he's just 24. He's just entering his prime. It's scary to think how good Jack Eichel can be once he continues to get even more experience at the NHL and once he gets surrounded by some quality players who could put the puck in the net because he hasn't always had that as a member of the Buffalo Sabres who, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean here, but they're cellar dwellers. I mean, every single season, they're at or near the bottom of the standings. They're always seemingly a bottom five team in the NHL. So put him in an environment where the Rangers, you know, seem to be moving in the right direction. I know, you know, this year's definitely been up and down, but hey, they've won four out of six games recently. And overall, I still do like where this rebuild is headed. So put him in that environment, an exciting environment. Put him around guys like Artemi Panarin, like Chris Kreider, like Alexi Lafreniere, like Capo Caco, and see what he can do. And Jack Eichel may very well thrive in that environment. He's somebody who might see an uptick in production just from a simple change of scenery. But by that same token, don't think for a second that we're going to put together some kind of combination of like, I don't know, Brett Howden and Johnny Brodzinski and Brennan Lemieux and Alex Georgiev and that that's going to get us Jack Eichel because that's just not going to happen. You know, you're not going to be able to trade away four mediocre to decent players and get a superstar in return for those four players. That might work in a video game. I've been there and I've done that. It's not going to work in real life. The Buffalo Sabres are going to, and they have every right to, ask for a pretty enormous return package here. And if you're the Sabres and you're trying to make a deal with the Rangers, wherein you're going to trade Jack Eichel to New York, would you not be completely within your right to ask for Alexi Lafreniere or ask for Capo Caco, at least one of the two in return. Not both, but at least one of the two, Lafreniere or Capo Caco. And if you're the Rangers, does that scare you away? I mean, you guys let me know. Would you be willing to put together a trade package where the biggest piece is, say, Capo Caco in exchange for a Jack Eichel? Maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't, but I just am not so sure that the Rangers are going to be able to get a deal done here without trading somebody who's already played in the NHL, you know, Ke'Andre Miller's another name that could come up, and, you know, I can 
feel people tensing up even as I say that because I don't think too many of us want to give Ke'Andre Miller away. But remember, we are trading for a proven superstar in this league. Ke'Andre Miller has been fantastic this season. I don't want to see him go anywhere. Believe me, I'd love to see him on the New York Rangers for the next 10 years going forward. But if you're the Buffalo Sabres, once again, you have every right to ask for a player like Ke'Andre Miller or like Alexi Lafreniere or like Capo Caco in exchange for an already proven star in Jack Eichel. It's up to the Rangers if they actually want to pull the trigger on a move like that or not. But we're going to keep talking about this in just a second and try to come up with some kind of a trade package that does not include anybody from the Ranger roster, does not include anybody that's uh, played significant time in the NHL to date. Maybe we can get this deal done with some draft picks and some upcoming prospects. We will see in just a second. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning, like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse just happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long dynasty and DFS leagues, breaking down all the stats and information to keep you ahead of the competition. Subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we're going to try to put together a trade package for Jack Eichel that does not include any current New York Rangers on the roster, but one more name that I think the Sabres would definitely be interested in that I got to throw out there real quick here before we uh, move on to this other exercise here is Philip Heedle. And Philip Heedle's off to a nice start for the Rangers this season, has shown some clear upside. He's a former number one pick by the New York Rangers himself. I think with Heedle, it'd be a little bit easier to swallow it. I don't want to see Philip Heedle go anywhere, but we have to face facts. If we're trading for Jack Eichel, some good players are going to be going in the opposite direction. And with Heedle, I think it's a little bit easier to absorb the blow of that simply because he's mostly been playing center for the Rangers. Obviously, Jack Eichel plays that position, and as good as Philip Heedle has been so far this season, obviously he's not yet in Jack Eichel's class. He might never reach Jack Eichel's class. Jack Eichel went number two overall in the draft for a very good reason and is already a superstar in this league. So, yeah. Filipino, definitely another name that I think the Sabres would have their eye on if they were going to move Jack Eichel to the Rangers. But let's go ahead and try to come up with a best-case scenario for the New York Rangers as it pertains to trading for Jack Eichel, a trade package that does not include any current players on the Rangers NHL roster. I don't know how realistic this would be, but we can at least give it a shot here. Let's try to get creative. Let's try and move some draft picks and some prospects rather than some guys that are already playing well for the New York Rangers. I think you got to start with the Rangers' upcoming first-round draft pick, and that's not going to get it done in and of itself. But again, you're trading for Jack Eichel, somebody who went second overall in the draft, you better have a first-round draft pick uh, going back in the other direction, especially if you're not going to be including any players on your current roster. So the Rangers, they'll have to trade next year's 
first-round draft pick to the Sabres to get the ball rolling, so to speak. It's unfortunate that the Rangers would have to do this. I mean, they do have a lot of prospects, so I suppose they can live without a first-round pick next year. But if you remember, the Rangers actually do not have a second-round draft pick next season either because that draft pick went to the Detroit Red Wings in this offseason. That was part of the uh, Mark Stahl trade. Basically, the Rangers pawned Mark Stahl off on the Detroit Red Wings, got him to take Mark Stahl's contract off their hands, while also including a second-round draft pick to get the Detroit Red Wings to do exactly that, to take Mark Stahl off of their hands. So, yeah, no first-round pick, no second-round pick next season. That's not ideal, especially for a team that's rebuilding, but you could make the argument that the Rangers are in position to do that, given that they already have some established stars on their team, and they do seem to have some other prospects coming along the way. And, hey, Jack Eichel's coming back in this hypothetical trade scenario here. So, yeah, start with the first-round pick. I think you'd also have to say goodbye to Braden Schneider, and that's unfortunate as well because he's gotten a lot of uh, high marks, you know, heading into the draft this past season. The Rangers seemed very high on him. He played very well for Team Canada in the World Juniors. He actually just signed his entry-level contract with the Rangers, so we're going to talk about that a little bit at the end of the episode as well, but, you know, again, you're Getting Jack Eichel, a guy who's already been a star in this league, you're going to have to give up some significant pieces. So I think Braden Schneider would probably head to the Buffalo Sabres in any deal for Jack Eichel that does not include, once again, any player on the Rangers' current NHL roster. So tough to say goodbye to Braden Schneider, but I think it would be a uh, necessary inclusion to get this deal done. Let's also throw in a second-round draft pick from, let's say, 2022. I mean, that just kind of adds to the pile a little bit. you got to go big for uh, for Jack Eichel here, and it's possible that the Sabres might even want the Rangers' first-round draft pick in 2022, but let's for right now call it a second. So right now, it's uh, the first-round pick for this upcoming season. It is Braden Schneider, and it is a second-round pick for 2022. So that's we're getting there. We're getting a little closer, but I don't think we're done yet for a trade package for Jack Eichel. I think you could definitely throw Vitaly Kravtsov in there. He certainly still has some upside. He's coming off of uh, his best season of hockey since he was drafted by the Rangers, number nine overall, back in 2018. But again, you know, Kravtsov, since being drafted, he hasn't exactly put up these eye-popping numbers that make you think he's going to become a bona fide superstar in this league. So I don't think we're done yet. I think we have to throw in a little bit more if we're going to have any chance of landing Jack Eichel, once again, without including any players on the Rangers' current roster. And for anyone thinking that we might be able to pawn Tony D'Angelo off on the Sabres in some kind of a trade for Jack Eichel, I I wouldn't hold my breath there either. His stock has obviously fallen off tremendously since getting off to, you know, a really rough start for the Rangers this season. And of course, all the off-ice drama and all the baggage that comes with Tony D'Angelo. I don't think Tony D'Angelo going to the Buffalo Sabres is probably what they're looking for. They're looking to try to build some kind of a winning culture, uh, some team unity, I'm sure, build some kind of a team identity. I don't think they would have any interest whatsoever in Tony D'Angelo especially given the fact that he carries a $4.8 million cap hit next season. But I think that we do have overall a pretty nice, uh, it's not there yet, but with everybody we just mentioned, the first and second rounder, Vitaly Krasov and Braden Schneider, I think we've got a pretty good package that we're starting to put together uh, for the Buffalo Sabres. Maybe at that point, you kind of hand the Sabres a list and say you get to pick uh, two players off of this list, and that list includes names like Lori Pajuniemi, uh, Oliver Tarnstrom, Zach Jones, Tarmo Runinen, Hunter Skinner, guys like that, guys that the Rangers have taken who seem to be pretty highly thought of from the Ranger organization. But again, that's a best-case scenario for the Rangers where they can somehow acquire Jack Eichel and not have to give up anybody on their current roster. If I'm the Buffalo Sabres, I got to be honest, guys, I'm probably balking at some of these offers. I want somebody who has at least one player who has spent time on the NHL roster and has done something in the NHL. I don't just want a bunch of prospects for Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel is already a proven star in this league, and I want somebody back in return who is looking like they're about to become a star. You know, somebody 
or somebody who at least has that kind of upside, whether it's Capo Caco or Alexi Lafreniere or Keandre Miller, some big name from the New York Rangers who has already had some experience in the NHL. Now, I think Lafreniere's safe. I don't think the Rangers would dangle him to the Sabres in any kind of trade talk for Jack Eichel. That could be maybe the one guy that they say, you know what, Lafreniere's off limits. You guys are going to have to come up with something else. But if I'm the Sabres, you know, once again, I am asking for a Capo Caco. I am asking for a Keandre Miller. Somebody big time who's already on the roster who you feel very good is going to go on and become a superstar for your franchise. And I don't think that they'd be out of line doing that because, again, they're trading a guy who's supposedly their franchise player in Jack Eichel and a guy who's already uh, produced like a superstar over multiple seasons in this league. And it is fun to think about all these hypotheticals, all these different scenarios where Jack Eichel could find his way to the Rangers, but we got to be realistic here. It is going to cost the Rangers. Something significant is going to have to go back in the other direction in any deal for Jack Eichel. One other point I want to throw out there for you guys, though, is in any trade for Jack Eichel, it pretty much means that we can all wave goodbye to Mika Zibanejad. And for anybody who needs a refresher, Mika Zibanejad is a free agent after next season. And if you bring in Jack Eichel, who carries a cap hit of $10 million for the next four seasons after this season ends, $10 million going forward for the next four years, and you're already paying a ton of money for our Temi Panarin, you would be paying a ton of money for Jack Eichel. Guys in the future like Adam Fox and Igor Shesterkin and Capo Caco and even Lafreniere, we're a little ways off for Caco and Lafreniere, but eventually all these guys are going to have to be paid and you can't keep everybody. And Zibanejad's going to be a couple years older uh, by the time his contract runs out. In fact, he will be 29 years old. So certainly not ancient by any stretch of the imagination, but by then, I mean, again, it's just a situation. We've talked about this before when it comes to the Rangers wheeling and dealings and trades and free agency and everything else. You can't keep everybody. And at that point, I think the Rangers are probably going to have to say goodbye to Mika Zibanejad. Another possibility for the Rangers is if they do indeed trade for Jack Eichel during this season or whether they strike a deal in the offseason for Jack Eichel and bring him in, you could then maybe look to trade Mika Zibanejad. The Sabres are not going to be interested in Mika Zibanejad because, first of all, his numbers, his overall play is certainly down this season. So that's strike number one. Strike number two is the fact that the Sabres clearly aren't going anywhere this year. So if they traded for Mika Zibanejad, he wouldn't really be able to do anything to help them this year. And then again, Mika Zibanejad is a free agent after next season. It's not like Mika Zibanejad is going to come in to the Buffalo Sabres and lead them to the Stanley Cup next season. So yeah, they. I really can't see any scenario where they would really be all that interested in Mika Zibanejad. They want young players, big-time prospects. I mean, again, Mika Zibanejad's not ancient, but they want really young players in exchange for somebody like Jack Eichel, not somebody older than Jack Eichel. But honestly, I think the most likely scenario, if the Rangers acquire Eichel, I get the feeling they would just let Mika Zibanejad play out the final season of his contract next year because if you traded Mika Zibanejad in the offseason— after acquiring Jack Eichel, you'd kind of be selling low on Mika because, again, his numbers are way down this year. Now, there's still time for him to turn it around, step it up, get his numbers back to, you know, something resembling what we expected out of Mika Zibanejad. But even if he does that, he's not going to produce this season at the same clip that he produced that last season. That possibility has already sailed away and it's not coming back. So if you traded Mika Zibanejad Next offseason, after acquiring Jack Eichel, you're selling low on him and you're not getting as much as you should. So I'd almost rather just keep Mika Zibanejad for the last year of his deal and hope that he can turn around and hope that he can give you some better production in what would probably end up being his last season on the New York Rangers. And who knows, maybe the Rangers can re-sign Mika Zibanejad after next season is over because maybe his numbers aren't going to quite go back to that elite level, but maybe between the end of this season and all of next season, maybe he gets back to a 
place where he's producing like a middle six center. You know, he's putting up solid numbers, but unspectacular numbers. And maybe at that point, he becomes a little bit more affordable for the Rangers. He Again, he'll only be 29, so it's not like he's, you know, this 38-year-old grizzled veteran who doesn't have anything left in the tank. And maybe at that point, he really does become affordable for the Rangers. And, and we'll just have to wait and see how it all shakes out. But yeah, I do get the feeling, once again, if the Rangers land Jack Eichel in any trade of any shape or form or whatever from the Buffalo Sabres, then I think at that point, Mika Zibanejad very clearly unborrowed time with the Rangers. Some of you might be happy about that. Some of you might say, well, you know, he's getting older and his play has slipped off this season, but I just want to make everybody aware of the uh, pretty fairly safe to assume reality that we're going to be living in, where if Jack Eichel becomes a New York Ranger, Mika Zibanejad, uh, his, his time is certainly going to be limited with this franchise. So in a nutshell, yeah, Jack Eichel could really help the Rangers. They're obviously thin at center, and he would solve that problem immediately, and he's somebody who would be under contract for the next four seasons after this one, and somebody who could become a massive part of this Ranger rebuild and, uh, you know, turn them into a Stanley Cup contender in due time. But again, it's going to cost you quite a bit to pick up a player like Jack Eichel. So I just want to make sure everybody's uh, prepared for some of these players that we might have to say goodbye to uh, if we were to acquire Eichel from the Buffalo Sabres. But we'll just have to wait and see how it plays out. You never know what can happen. There could be a trade done by the end of this week, or we could be in another situation where, you know, we fast forward a year, we're back here at the beginning of March, and Jack Eichel is still on the Buffalo Sabres and hasn't gone anywhere. So who knows? We'll just have to wait and see, again, how it all shakes out. But it's definitely fun to do an exercise like this and just kind of come up with these uh, hypothetical trade scenarios where the Rangers could land a player of Jack Eichel's caliber. Something else I wanted to mention real quick today, we talked about Braden Schneider. He signed an entry-level deal with the New York Rangers. He, of course, represented Team Canada at the World Juniors, played quite well. Uh, Canada was undefeated until losing to the United States in the gold medal game and coming away with the silver. But Schneider was very noticeable during this tournament, very physical. He actually got suspended for a game due to a high hit during Canada's opening game. Uh, but he had a goal. He had two assists in the six games that he played. Just looked like uh, the complete package. And I realize the World Juniors are not the NHL, but... It was obviously very encouraging to see Braden Schneider go out there and uh, carry himself very well in a high-stakes tournament. Everything that I read about Braden Schneider, you know, going into the draft, after the draft, the thing that just kept coming up is that he has a very solid floor. And for the Rangers, you know, the Rangers have whiffed on some first-round draft picks over the years, so I don't mind the approach at all. You know, there might be guys with higher upside from this past year's draft than Braden Schneider, but Schneider, by all accounts, was about as safe of a pick as there was in the draft this season. So I'm totally cool with that. And somebody who, you know, if he's not part of a trade package for Jack Eichel, should probably go on to play a top four role uh, for the New York Rangers in due time. But uh, great to see that the entry-level contract is all squared away. Schneider will begin his season with the Brandon Wheat Kings of the WHL next week. And of course, the Rangers back in action against the Devils tonight. We know that Igor Shesterkin will be starting for the Rangers. As of now, I do not see a starting goalie announced for the Devils, but we'll see how it goes. Rangers need to uh, keep it rolling here. They've won four out of six, and if they can somehow complete uh, this three-game sweep, as we've kind of talked about, you know, the, the possibility of them doing that, you know, taking advantage of kind of a softer portion of the schedule, one against the Sabres and two against the Devils. If they can somehow win these next two games against the Devils, and that is much easier said than done, believe me, I'm not just putting these games in the win column, but if they can somehow pull that off, that's six wins in their last eight games, and 
that's doing a lot of that without Artemi Panarin and doing it with so much drama surrounding this team, doing it with certain players underperforming this season. And it'd be very, very impressive to win six out of eight games. I don't care who you are in this Eastern division or what teams you play to win six out of eight in a division this tough. Very, very impressive. And again, much easier said than done, but let's hope the Rangers finally break through against the Devils. They've lost each of their last two meetings against New Jersey this season. They're due for a win tonight. I think they get it. And uh, yeah, let's see how it goes. But that will do it for today, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time.